Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. How's it going? I hear them sleigh bells. That's right. Yeah. Pulled out the Christmas version. Nice. This is probably the last one of the year. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, let's do some housekeeping. <laughs> uh, no reviews. <laughs> as, how, as per usual. How long do you think it's been? We've been a, a, has it been since we got a review that was not written by Hippie Hater that replaces the review he made before? Oh, my God. Um, like a year. <laughs> it's been one year. Hey, <laughs> proud of you. That was really good. Uh, we have an email, Ooh. but we'll do that at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, Patreon update. Ooh, we have had one of our subscribers go down from five dollars to one. Hey, <laughs> I know this person, and it's a person who. Subscribes out of the goodness of their heart has never listened to this show. <laughs> well, thank you for keeping up that uh, yeah. that one. But now, how many cents do we get? <laughs> thirty-seven. We get thirty-seven <laughs> cents. That's right. And we are not on any charts. <laughs> Feels about right. <laughs> yep. And no one Venmo's us. <laughs> Damn! What's the number one movie in America? Uh, is it Wonka? It is, in fact, Wonka. Ooh. Well done. Thirty-nine million dollars. Like he's still got some star power going. Sure. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. Ooh, Shyamalan and Ding Dong. <laughs> no, he, that was that's that's the twist guy. Uh, what do you got for he didn't wait? Who who? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I thought you were saying M Night Shyamalan. Oh no, 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 no. that's what I say when I say Shyamalan. <laughs> All right, what's the number two movie in America? Sh- Shalamea Ding Dong. Oh. Yeah. Uh, is it Shambhala. Hunger Games? It is Hunger Games. Five point eight million dollars. What's the number three movie in America, Dan? Is it? This is where my list gets real iffy. Mm. Is it Renaissance? Not even in the top five. Oh, that dropped off quick. It did. Real bad. Uh, Is it Godzilla minus one? It's not. I really want to see But they are in the top five. They they do like two screenings a day <laughs> a day and they're like all sold out I'm like just put it in another theater god damn it. Uh, i will go with you even if it's during the work day because i've been playing hooky from work a lot word uh is it wish not in the top five jesus is it <laughs> trolls band together <laughs> in the top so- five but not there <laughs> napoleon not in the top Silent five. Silent Night. Not in the top five. That's the eight that I read written. The down. Boy and the Heron is oh, number three. Okay. Did it go in the like wider release or is it know. just five point five? Maybe okay. it just didn't do a shitty. Word. So the number four movie in America is oh, fucking Godzilla. You named both of them. Godzilla minus one, hey. correct? And of course number five is the Trolls Band together. Trolls Band together three point nine million. Hmm. Well done. If you like that game, you're gonna love what happens later in the oh show boy. when we do our year in review. Oh fuck! That's right. Uh, number one movie this week. Number one movie. Number one news story this week. Take two. Mm-hmm. Boy uh, howdy, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Uh, fuck that dude. I guess. Yeah. It's a shame. I really liked him. It's like fuck that dude, but not fuck him hard. I guess. Right. I <laughs> not too hard. you will like it. Accidentally uh, fuck that dude. I guess. I, I really loved Lovecraft Story. I really mm. loved him every time we've seen him in the MCU. I loved Loki mm-hmm. season two. I thought this was great. I was really pulling for him. I've seen some other like uh like um 
influencers, like especially mm. like black influencers on like TikTok and Instagram talk about how like we have seen a lot of the problems with him. It's just like not something that mainstream or especially white culture sees. Like mm. the way he dresses, he likes to portray himself like he's the king of the nation of Islam or something. Mm. Like the, he just does a lot of weird shit for the black community. That they have always found kind of off-putting, but like whatever, he's eccentric. Yeah. But now he's like, he's like Ezra Miller territory. Bizarre. Mm. Like because he's assaulting people, the things he do, like although we don't always see it, apparently very bizarre to his own community. Yeah. It's just a bummer. Weird. Yeah. So we don't know where he's... Oh, uh, well, let's take a step back. If you don't know, Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Well, uh, he's, used to. Used to. <laughs> no longer. He was found guilty of harassment and assault. So he was up against four uh, charges. Yeah. And he got guilty of two and cleared of two. But I think one was stalking and one was assault or harassment and assault, I guess. Uh, Yeah, it was like two different forms of assault um he was he was not guilty of like um basically like purposeful assault got it um but he was found guilty of essentially accidental assault got it so his then girlfriend was hospitalized with minor injuries because of what he did yeah and then jury convicted him he didn't it wasn't premeditated didn't mean to make give injury but because of his anger problem man slapped her yeah it's Uh, it's weird like manslaughter but man slapped her yeah that's a good joke Eh. (laughs) it's not a good joke it's it's one of those like second degree third degree like differences so he's got language two misdemeanor counts potentially Mm -hmm. resulting in one year in jail but i would bet my entire savings account my man does not see a single day in jail no and it's apparently like his first conviction ever so most likely the, he's probably looking at like three years of probation, anger management, and probably some community service. Right. Which like, yeah, if you if you're got an anger problem, like maybe he could do like a public appearances as gang. <laughs> <laughs> so now on top of everyone else who's dropped him, like you know, is like publicists, PR, mm-hmm. all those people. Now Marvel has officially. Then I don't think they even came out and said it. I think they like slow leaked it. Uh, like, yeah, there, so it, like, I came out through, like, deadline or right, something. Right, I didn't see an yeah. announcement from them. Yeah. They've just there, cut there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't, like, a, what they do with Justin Roiland. Right, Which, yeah. like, Adult Swim was just like, bar none, here is a statement mm-hmm. in black and white. We are no longer working with that piece of shit. 100%. <laughs> yeah, Marvel doesn't roll that way. Right. I did see uh, the same, like, reputable news sources uh, came out, like, two days later and said... There is no plan to uh, not do Kang Dynasty, meaning mm. that we're probably just looking at a recast, okay. not a pivot to Doctor Doom that everyone says is going to happen. Yeah. And uh, tangential, I don't give a fuck about Doctor Doom. I don't know why everybody wants <laughs> to see Doctor Doom so much. We've seen two Doctor Dooms already. We've seen one Kang. Yeah. And like the Doctor Dooms are not great. Like yeah. He's not a compelling villain to me. Well, and it's like, it's like the fucking, the same problem I have with all of the Sony Spider-Man villain movies. It's like, you don't do Doctor Doom without a Fantastic Four. Right. And you just, you can't introduce Doctor Doom before you introduce the Fantastic Four. They're intrinsically linked. Um, like 100%. It's just, yeah. It, it would be a disservice to the character that has already been fucked up twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to fuck it up 
like on the forefront. Um, I have seen a bunch of people putting out fan art of John Boyega as Kang, as Kang with like the vertical scars. Yeah, and it, like looks pretty good. Uh, he <laughs> he commented on a Twitter thread about Ooh. that, and someone you know had put up like either a piece of art said like, "Hey, be the perfect," and all John Boyega said was like. Colon, colon, shakes head vigorously, colon, colon, meaning absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> He's like, I'm not fucking working for Disney again in it's any like, way, shape, or form. Never doing, especially <laughs> another, like, big thing where you're, like, an action figure. So. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. I could absolutely. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, I saw the funniest casting I could possibly humanly <laughs> think Marshall of. Ali. No. That's funny. <laughs> They're like, look, Blade's never going to fucking happen. Right. <laughs> Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be fucking funny though? I'd be, Very I'd confusing. Be a really funny. Really confusing. Someone said it would be full circle. <laughs> yeah, I could go for like a sort of quieter Kang too. Okay. Yeah. Not. Qu- yeah, that thing mm. where we see all of them and they're like hooping and hollering for some yeah, reason that was bizarre. The most wrong out of. I agree. Like, why are they all, all the screaming choices. like, uh, like zoo animals? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, maybe, it's got, maybe they weird. had a plan for that at some point. But maybe. Yeah, that felt weird. But whatever. No use crying over uh, spilled actors. Yeah. He done. Yep. That's life. Moving on. Yep. Uh, other big, uh, <laughs> if you've if you've seen you know Loki season two, they can kind of just sweep the whole thing under the rug if they want to move on. It's not hanging in the air like some of the other things we have. Yeah, seen. I think they're just like, oh yeah, there was this one variant of Kang uh, that was tangential to six one six, and like they handled it. I mean, it, it was buttoned <laughs> up well, so they could literally just skip Kang Dynasty. But just they're not going to. Just go straight to Secret Wars. But they could. Make Avengers 5, the Young Avengers. Which would they're be sure good, yeah. shit putting that together. Right. <laughs> uh, so it looks like uh, Thunderbolts is... Uh, everyone's speculating it's going to get canceled, but they're mm. apparently going to start shooting in a couple months. So. Okay. Uh, who, wait, who plays Bucky? What's it? Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had um, did an interview where he's like, I can't believe in a couple months I get to work with this range of fucking talent. So. Word. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount Global are reportedly discussing a potential merger that could have wide ranging consequences in the entertainment industry. Just did this with the same company. Right. Anything that will take some power away from David Zaslav is okay with me because I do not like him. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think this gives him more power. So like Warner Brothers Discovery is worth more than twice as much. As Paramount is. But why call it a merger? Why not just call it an acquisition? I mean, that's what they did with um, Warner Brothers and Discovery. Oh, all right. They they merged. Warner Brothers is still the first name of the company, but Zaslav, who came from Discovery, got rid of all of the WB people. All right. Warner Brothers, Paramount, Discovery. (laughs) They'll call it. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, I do love. WBDP. (laughs) <laughs> sounds awful uh i do like watching all the 90 day fiance shows immediately and without uh commercials <laughs> i do like that very much i was like man we just got 
some of the best Star Trek that <laughs> has ever been is is happening. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> yeah. All all the Star Trek's gone. This will be the last season of uh Strange New Worlds and then we'll get bullshit. Yeah. God damn it. I know. Yeah, I'm I want, not I want the next season of Lower Decks too. Uh yeah. But uh, on the other side is, you know, if I can keep, you know, the more the more things I can pay for one subscription, the better. I do like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, but then they're going to have a monopoly, so they're going to charge you $50 a month for it. Oh, imagine. <laughs> and in fact, they'll stop doing it wirelessly, and they'll give me a little tube that comes in the house. It plugs into the TV. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, eventually they'll break up again. This is They've yeah. got this plan for the next 50 years. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Uh, have you seen the trailer for the ISS movie? No. Uh, it's kind of like a sleepy thing. came out of the radar. It's like a B movie. Um, so it's the International Space Station movie. Yeah. And it's a movie about Russia and America declaring war on each other. <laughs> and so the U- the U.S. astronauts get this uh, uh, communicate. It's like you have to take over the space station. <laughs> like, it's kind of vague why. I'm guessing there's some sort of hidden weapon in this universe, but it's like, mm. like you're, it's a direct, you're, you know, you're part of the Air Force, we're telling you, take it over. And they realize the Russians got the exact same message. <laughs> so it's like the most ridiculous thing. And I do not believe in any universe that astronauts would fight each other. No, absolutely not. The, the ones that are up there, they're all in love with each other. Yeah. It is... The yeah, ap- they're scientists, right? Like they're up there doing science experiments, <laughs> even like, military ones, because each of them yeah. go through that thing where it's like they see Earth and it changes your perspective. Yeah, so I think a part of the um, well, you're like in a thing that only has like three people on it, <laughs> like you're keeping each other alive, <laughs> right? Uh, but like they see like nukes going off on the planet, and it, like it's real intense. It's just such a stupid premise, but it looks so good. Like, I really like to see that. And also, it's like, you're just going to kill each other. Like, the first time one of you <laughs> hits the wrong piece of machinery with a wrench the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Everyone goes up. Yeah. And it, it takes such a huge ground force to keep you alive. It's not a self-sustaining thing. You have a team of, like, a thousand people between the two countries on the ground feeding you information and course corrections. And- <laughs> yeah. It's it's ridiculous, but I'm really excited for that movie. Yeah, that feels weird. <laughs> Speaking of movies, mm. I saw Leave the World Behind on Netflix. Okay. That's the Mahershal Ali one. Uh, word. How and, was uh, it? It was so fucking bad. No, oh, no. It was such a bad movie. <laughs> and I did not know because I was, I was just like, all I was going to do was talk about how much I hate it. Uh, executive producers, Barack and Michelle Obama. Uh. They started a... Uh, production company out of the white house where they're going to do document docudramas and stuff and there happen to be the eps on this but it has spawned this whole like uh conspiracy theory (laughs) that obama is telling us this is going to happen Uh, and not just like a a dystopian (laughs) future fiction narrative that existed long before he was in office but neither here nor there okay uh, I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> and so they had like the, the director had to come out and be like, Hey, um, this, this script had already been written. 
Like, they just put money in this. Like, <laughs> But the movie itself is such a waste of time. What a waste <laughs> of time to watch this movie. Nothing anybody did made sense. Uh, the incredible actors and actresses uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like... playing the most two-dimensional characters mm. where nothing they do is in the self-interest of each other. Mm. No one's pragmatic in a very dystopian situation. Mm. Uh and this is a movie that made me dislike Mahershala Ali. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I forget That's, who the lead was. Was it, you know, was one, it Julia one Roberts? Them, one who for was me. It? <laughs> right? This is the one for them. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's look up the... I should have had this pull up. Uh, <laughs> leave the World Behind. It pulled up a wiki uh, p- page for uh, a song. That, that's nice. Julia Roberts. Yeah. She's awful. She is. <laughs> oh, no. And it's she's playing an awful character. Yeah. But the fact that it it just comes from such a real place. Like, I just know you're <laughs> fucking insufferable. Uh, this is coming too e- easily. Uh, Ethan Hawke is just plays like a, you know, soy boy cuck, for lack of a better term. Mm. Is this uh, like the kind of movie that everybody signed on because of the other people who had already signed on? It has <laughs> to be like, something. That's how you collect that. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's in it. Shit. Yeah, and Kevin Bacon's <laughs> not even good in it. Wow! Like no one's good. None of this. They're. Tr- I'll tell you this. I know what they were going for. It's like <laughs> they have this narrative of a world where basically everything goes down, mm. and a bunch of weird shit starts happening, and they're trying to piece together what's up. But they're trying to do it in a very A24 type of way. Uh, they really want to be in the vein of The Lobster or Hereditary mm, or Midsommar. They just didn't nail the tone. No, because they're trying to be off-putting and otherworldly, mm-hmm. but still keep a very, you know, publicly digestible narrative. And it mm. just it fights against each other. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to go weird, just fucking go weird. Right. And it just it just doesn't it's such a waste of time. This whole time watching this movie, mm. I'm like, there everyone gives such good reviews, it has to take a turn somewhere. <laughs> and it just yeah. never takes a fucking turn. <laughs> it's so goddamn fucking bad. <laughs> Don't watch it. Oh, it's <laughs> also <laughs> racist as fuck. Ooh. And it's not <laughs> It's not even racist to, like, prove a point. It's not racist to put a mirror on anything. They mm. just make some of the characters racist. And then later, like, their their hearts grow three sizes. And it's, okay, now we're not racist anymore. Just, this, I think, was a series of books. I think they just condensed too much into a movie. It just... Okay. Holy fucking unredeemable characters that are given white saviorism redeemable character arcs for no fucking reason. Gross. Don't watch it. Gross. Yeah, I no know. Thanks, thanks Obama. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing Obama's done since drone strikes. <laughs> oh, that's a good headline. I if think we have an episode title. <laughs> We're going to be on a list. Wonka. The new uh, Roald... Speaking of drone strikes. Roald, Roald, I can never say this. Roald Dahl, is that how you say yep. it? Uh, musical prequel starring Timothy Shalamaladingdong. <laughs> um, maybe that'll be the episode title. Maybe. Appears on major VOD Timothy charts. Sh- Shalamander? Shal- oh, 
I don't like that. Mm. Uh, appears on a major. <laughs> we'll <get there. laughs> that's right. Appears on a major VOD chart despite only being available in theaters. Oh. And I was like, conspiracy. <laughs> Everything's made up. It's bullshit. It's fake. And I was like, read this article. I'm like, oh, so it is on the VOD charts before leaving theaters because of um, pre-order. Oh, okay. Which I didn't know was possible. It sounds like bullshit. Yeah, but apparently I, so many people are excited to own this on VOD that it's <laughs> on the charts at 125 out of 200. All right. Out of the top 200, I mean, it's yeah. the only one that isn't currently available. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess it makes sense if you don't want to like count pre-orders as your like opening weekend numbers. This has never happened in the history of cinema. That's weird. It's real. It makes me think it's like a Sound of Freedom situation where it's like the <laughs> studio just bought a bunch of pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for this headline. No, it's good. Trust us. I'm seeing to- so much. Totally, a bunch of real people want to see this. <laughs> There's a ton of ads <laughs> playing for like Cinemark and AMC where it's like, oh, we're gonna go see the new Willy Wonka movie, but like the experience of Dolby Atmos and popcorn. Like they're talking about everything except the movie. Uh, and I'm like, this is poorly veiled. Uh, this movie cannot be good. Uh, yeah. All right. Ready for a game? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? Okay. <laughs> we're going to call this year in review. I have, because this is probably our last episode of the year, the top domestic box office for 2023. Domestic, oh, not world. Okay. And it is a list of 200 films. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> All right. We're doing one to 200. Let's go. We're not, we are not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I just scrolled down and 200 is Monty Python and the Holy Grail 2023 re-release. Wow. All right. Okay. So let's start with just the top 20 and see how many you can now. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, so what domestically, Ooh. what's the number one movie in America for 2023? Barbie. Correct. Absolutely with Barbie. Uh, then I believe it was um, Super Mario Brothers. Killing it. Then I believe it would have been... Did Oppenheimer take the third spot? It did not. It did not. Fuck. Oh, what was... The next two movies are from Marvel. Um, Well, it's certainly fucking not the Marvels. No. Not not in the top 20. (laughs) That made less money than Iron Man 1. Um, Wait, what else fucking Marvel came out this year? One's Marvel-ish, and the other one is Marvel. Oh my god! I'll say Marvel in association with Sony. Okay. Um. Oh fuck! Was it? Uh. No. Let there be carnage came out last year, right? Yeah. What the fuck was the one from this year? Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Oh, right. yeah. Sony animation. Okay. Yeah. Not live action. Okay. That no makes live sense. action Marvel movie, which was. Um. You definitely cried in the theater because I did. Oh yeah. What the fuck came out this year? I'll say uh, PETA was a really big proponent of this film. <laughs> yeah, not the Marvels. Not the Marvels. <laughs> PETA came out and said this is the best Marvel film and is a really good allegory for how we treat animals. Oh, my God. Why can't I not think of what Marvel movie came out I don't out know. Imagine taking an animal and pulling it apart and putting it back together. Uh, Guardians apart. Volume 3. Guardians right. Volume Jesus. 3. Jesus. Which means number five is the Marvels. No, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, of course. <laughs> okay, now we're getting to some. 
uh, big hits, but you'll forget that they happen for sure. Oh boy, for sure. If I forget, Guardians so, came out this year. So so far, the top five for 2023: Barbie, Super Mario Brothers, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, and mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Number six is a Disney film that is a live-action remake. Duh, was it the Little Mermaid? Came it out was year? the Little Mermaid. All right. Number seven is a movie we waited a very very long time for, and probably cost a lot of money in submarines. Uh, Avatar 2. That's right. The Way of Water. Only seven. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, right. Fuck. I know. Uh, uh, number eight is an other Marvel movie that we've already discussed and how good how good a certain actor was in it, but it, now he's no longer allowed to be in. Uh, was it uh, Quantumania? It was Quantumania. Number nine is wow, the... it was still number eight, and they were like legit worried about how little money it made. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Uh, number nine is the fourth chapter in a film series. Uh, Hunger Games? Nope. Nope. Something colon chapter four. The uh, it. Nope. <laughs> no. That <laughs> was chapter two. This is a character that I, uh, I dressed up for as Halloween one time. <laughs> I wore a suit and had some guns. Um, it's not Fury Road. <laughs> nope. I wore a suit and had some guns. I had some gold uh, John coins. Wick. John Wick chapter okay, four. Okay, here we go. Number 10 is a movie I already talked I about today. That, that didn't have like a weird parabellum or yeah, some, some kind of name no, to it. Number 10 is a weird film that I don't believe they actually sold all these tickets. I think other people bought these tickets. That's <laughs> the sound of fucking... Number 10 of the year. Sound of freedom. Freedom. Ugh. Um, wow. I love that just the background story of people like <laughs> wanting to support this movie so they'll buy out theaters. Yeah. And then wackadoos go and say, they say it's sold out, but look, there's nobody in the theater. Conspiracy. You did it yeah. to yourself. So you're fueling your own conspiracies. A hundred fucking percent. Okay. Number 11 is a movie about a concert tour. Taylor Swift only made number 11? Only number 11. Wow. That I'm actually it was a flash in the pan. Was it was not. a flash in the pan. Man. Yeah, that's true. I guess everybody was like, "We'll see it once for the experience, and then we'll watch it a thousand times when it's yep. on streaming." Uh, <laughs> number uh, twelve is the fifth installment of a series of someone putting things in a museum that should definitely not be taken away from the native lands that they came from. <laughs> I'll say (laughs) generally a film about archaeology, as I see it. (laughs) Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. (laughs) There you go. It belongs in a museum. Uh, Number 13 is a movie where... No, it belongs in a museum. (laughs) The Pen and a Man. (laughs) Uh, Number 13 is a film where the lead actor is uh, very famous for running a lot. (laughs) Is Dead Reckoning Part 1. Dead Reckoning Part (laughs) 1. All right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Number 14, I'll just tell you, it was Transformers Rise of the Beast, and I'm mad that it's in the top 20. <laughs> I'm just mad. Uh, num- I forgot that one even came out. Yeah. <laughs> I legit thought the I King don't Arthur have, one was the last right? one. I couldn't even come up with a good uh, hint for that. The 15th highest grossing film in 2023 also starred Jonathan Majors. Oh, uh, was it the um, Creed 3? It was Creed 3. Number 16 is a Pixar movie that I did not see, but came out pretty recently. Oh, man. Um, which one they actually put in theater? Yep. Um, 
uh, I actually finally just watched Cars 3 the other day, <laughs> which I actually really enjoyed. I'm shocked. Uh, <laughs> it's like Zootopia, but there's like fire and water. Oh, and yeah, Elemental. Elemental. That's right. That's right. That, that uh, made enough to be in the top 20. I thought they were right? worried about how much that made, too. Well, I guess not that much made a ton of money this yep. year. Uh, number just Barbie, <laughs> just Barbie, Barbie That's and Mario <laughs> took all the money. They sure the fuck did. <laughs> number seventeen is a film that you already guessed before. It's one in a series of films. <laughs> is it the Marvels? <laughs> not the Marvels. They're not in the top twenty. Is it Hunger Games? It is Hunger there Games. Full title. Uh, the Ballad <laughs> of Songbirds and Snakes. Well done. There you go. <laughs> uh, number eighteen is the tenth in a film series. Oh, Fast 10. Fast 10. That's Fast right. X. Yep. Number 19. Oh, uh, Aquaman. Uh, I don't have a good quote. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything good for this. It's Five Night at Freddy's. Oh, FNAF. FNAF. Uh, number 20. Made that much money. I guess, yeah, it was right. number one a couple of times. Number 20 is in the Shrek universe. Is, oh, is the new Puss in Boots. The Last Wish. That, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're past the top 20. So now it's going to get hard. <laughs> oh, boy. But I'm going to tell you the first one. <laughs> the... 21th movie of 2020 20 21th 21 <laughs> <laughs> i'm we're recording this on the 21th yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> fuck me all right the oh it's a palindrome date it's 12 21 it is <laughs> fuck me all right the 21st <laughs> highest grossing movie of 2023 was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Which is now on Blu-ray and digital after years of hiding. Gosh the dang tur- it. Right it is. The Turtle Brothers hit the streets of New York and take on an army of mutants in a hilarious action-packed adventure. Enjoy over 40 minutes of bonus content when you buy it on Blu-ray. Yes. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. I should have made so much more money. It's so good. I, begr- like, I went in trying to hate it. Begrudgingly. I'd, I think it was great. I loved it. And from the moment I saw the art style and it did not disappoint. It went definitely in directions. I didn't think it was going to, but still uh-huh. absolutely love it. I actually did not like the art style at verse, but Word. then I, I got over it because the story was so good. Yeah. All right. Number 22 is the sixth in a series of horror films that Wednesday actor recently quit. Oh, uh, Scream Jenna 6. Taylor. Scream 6. Their scream where the M is highlighted to look like a 6. Yep. Uh, the 23rd <laughs> movie that made the 23rd highest grossing movie of 2023 is a movie that we did not think was going to happen for a very long time. <laughs> it happened and was very disappointing. Was it a flash in the pan? It was a flash in the pan. <laughs> uh, the best part of the movie is microwaving babies. <laughs> yep. And it was the flash. And That's the right. fact that we're not getting any more of the, in their flash yep. anymore. Uh, the 24th highest grossing film of 2023 uh, could have easily been about fuck dolls, but it was said it was about an evil doll. A twenty four movie, Mithrigan. Mithrigan, correct. Yes. <laughs> Number the twenty fifth highest grossing film of twenty twenty three domestically is a movie that we have gotten Blu rays of, and you watched recently because your internet went out. Cars three, incorrect. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh man, we're not doing the top hundred. We're only doing the top thirty-seven. By the way, which one? Did I just you texted watch? me and said, "I guess I'm finally gonna yeah, watch yeah, this." Yeah, yeah, my Google Fiber. Uh, I'll tell you out. this: it stars a human being that I fucking hate. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, the D and D movie. Uh, the D and D movie. Full it, title: uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Colon, colon 
uh, Honor Among Thieves. Correct. 25th. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of the right role for him. It is. I agree. I like, like begrudgingly really like that movie. He's a charming piece of shit, and he's playing a charming piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Yeah. Which is the point of the character in the movie. Yeah. Without yeah. too many spoilers, I love that he does a jailbreak, uh, and they were just going to release him. Anyway. That's <laughs> yeah. like just right at the start. Like, for the oh, course. you're just yeah. doing dumb shit you didn't even need to. Right. Which it, is Dungeons and Dragons in general. Yeah. The whole movie, in, in the best way, uh-huh. felt like the characters were making decisions that a group of kids around a D&D table would make. Yeah. And it's it's definitely written that way. It's yeah. supposed to be that. It's, like, it's that. like what I imagine the newer Jungle Books. I haven't seen those, uh-huh. but it's like the kids in the adult bodies. Right. That, but without the wink to the camera. Mm-hmm. I would be. I would not be shocked if we get a series of these movies that ends with a bunch of kids around the table. Yeah. Or it's like The Rock and Henry Cavill. Yeah. All yeah, just yeah. playing D and D. Yeah. All right. Uh, and it's like, hmm. yeah. What's uh? What's her name? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, she's just like a super high level barbarian. Yeah. And like that's just your stats say that like oh you just rolled a nat twenty you're just gonna mow through these hundred guards. She's and that's great. just what that scene's gonna be. Yeah. And they did awesome fight choreography. <laughs> and someone pointed out online that like they don't make it like a love interest story. It's just people playing D and D, which is great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although when I play D and D, my barbarian character does try to fuck or fight <laughs> everything. <laughs> I mean, that barbarians. She she got a type. That's true. <laughs> she's she's winking at that little guy who's pinning the metal on her at the end. She's yeah. like, "Hey, what's up?" When I play D anD D, it's often like, "Hey, can I fight that?" And the Brett. dungeon master's like, "Uh, it's dead." I'm like, "Oh, can I fuck it?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know." Roll perception, maybe. <laughs> get Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, his like not even a cameo. He's just like just a small part. Yeah. None. <laughs> no pun intended. Great. Yeah. It's yeah. just, just delightful. <laughs> 100%. All right. Uh, the 26th highest grossing film of 2023. I hope people aren't listening to this and fucking hating it because we only got 11 more to do. Uh, is a uh, third in a series of films headed by Denzel Washington. Uh, equalizer. Correct. Uh, the 27th highest grossing film of 2023 was the fifth highest grossing this weekend. The uh, Trolls World Tour. That is not no, what it's called. Not the World Tour. The band's back together. Almost. The band together. Band. Yep, there you go. <laughs> uh, the the 28th highest grossing film is in the Conjuring universe. Oh, I don't remember uh, what these are called. Oh, the, nun, the, the nun Conjuring two. 3. No, none 2. <laughs> there you go. No, 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 not going not gonna to do another one. <laughs> Uh, the 29th highest <laughs> grossing film of 2023 is the one you've been joking about this whole time. I can't believe it's this low because <laughs> it was Marvels. so fucking good. Yeah. The Marvels. Yeah, let's talk about another movie that should have made more money. $84 million I, domestically. I think we finally just legit hit superhero fatigue. I I agree. I mean, that with a healthy splash of uh, an- anti-feminism. Yeah. You know, misogyny is what I meant yeah, to say. Yeah, that's for fucking sure. But even um, I saw an article that uh, Aquaman 2 is projected to make even less than the Marvels But did. that's just going to be bad. Like, <laughs> like, that's not a fair comparison because it's just going to be bad. They've had to reshoot it after showing it to audiences twice because it's just bad. DC movies aren't good. 
That's Marvel fair. movies are good. That's absolutely And this fair. is a great one. It's not like <laughs> Aquaman 2 is going to be so good. Oh, people hate men now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's true for both of them. They're like, they both... They both of their first movies made a billion, I think. Yeah. Captain Marvel like just squeaked out a billion, I think. I hope so. Um, it was really high grossing. It didn't make a billion. I know. That. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> the number thirtieth highest That's grossing funny. film, number thirtieth, twenty twenty three, is a sequel to a Jason Statham film. Um, Transporter Six. No, it's a number two. Um, Underwater. Oh, the Meg 2, colon, <laughs> We're the <Megan> trench. Up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, th- the 31st, 31th, the 31th highest grossing film in 2023 was is the third in a series and co-written by someone who has been on this show. Oh, man. Um, oh, he wrote a, a Doctor Strange. Did Correct. It? Fuck, what was the one? He also made? wrote a horror Hereditary. film. Nope. No, uh, not that guy. The other one, uh, he wrote. Fucking. They did Black that? Phone together, uh, and they did in, this. Which, yes, yes, yeah! Insidious Cole in the Got Red there. Door. It's like Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, Insidious <laughs> Cole in the Red Door. Not to be confused with the Black Phone that they also uh, wrote together. Word. The thirty-second uh, highest-grossing film of twenty twenty-three is a DC hero movie. Okay. Uh, the Blue Beetle. Correct. Which I thought was huh? supposed to be the official start of the new DCU, but I've got more on that oh, yeah. in Dan News coming up. Uh, 33rd highest is a uh, Disney film based on a amusement ride. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Correct. 34th... Uh, film is in a series that stars pizza papa <laughs> what who's pizza papa from dr strange oh pizza papa god. always gets paid then he beats the shit out of himself oh my god what movies are his he most known for i'm trying to remember which actor that was i'm, I'm blanking on who that actually evil was dead rise Oh, duh. Yeah. That's right. The 35. <laughs> the 35th. Oh, Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, yeah Sam yeah. Raimi movie. Okay, yeah. there we go. The 35th there. highest grossing <laughs> film of 2023 is something that we didn't add for last episode. Oh, shit. Scorsese <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Kill the Moon was a Doctor Who episode <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the uh, the Scorsese movie, <laughs> Killers, Killers of uh, the Flower Moon. Correct. There, there we go. go. <laughs> the thirty six. I, I got the the first, the first part of the first word, the middle word, and then the last word. There we go. Thirty six. I'm just gonna tell you it was the Exorcist believer. Okay. Thirty seventh highest grossing film in 2023, uh, is the second ad read that we have for today. A word. Which is something good. 
<laughs> Bring home Paw Patrol, the mighty movie on Blu-ray and digital now. Yeah, when yeah, a yeah. magical meteor crash lands in Adventure City and transforms the Paw Patrol pups into the mighty pups, two supervillains team up to, send, to steal the superpowers for themselves in this all-new big screen adventure. The fun starts at home with Paw Patrol, colon, the mighty movie on Blu-ray and digital today, rated PG from Paramount Pictures. You know what? We're going to do one more. <laughs> the 38th. <laughs> highest grossing film in 2023 is uh directed by elizabeth banks mm-hmm. and it, it stars a drugged up animal <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say is it is it about bear it is about a bear <laughs> is it about a bear with a with a habit it is about a bear with a habit it's cocaine, cocaine bear. Bear. that's right <laughs> uh let's do some honorable mentions while i'm on this napoleon's all the way down here at thirty nine. Oh uh, yeah, it's off the box office top five. So no, forty. It's at forty. <laughs> no, I meant like the the current. It, yeah, you know, it's already dropped off, so it ain't it ain't coming up in the ranking. <laughs> yeah, at forty one, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Oh, forty two, go. Wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, no hard feelings is pretty close. That Wonka is still in theaters, so it doesn't count. Yep. Yeah, that's it. The like rest Wonka of- just came out. So. Yeah, the rest of these are pretty much garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was it. That was the year in review. Hey. And then I, oh, I had a piece of news for. Nope. No, I didn't. I guess I didn't, <laughs> I, guess I didn't write it down. That's all right. And uh, closed a tab somewhere. Oh, there it is. Hey. Uh, apparently, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles 2, Mutant Mayhem 2 director. Mm-hmm. I like that it's just two and not a different colon. I guess that's just the style. This, These are the Mutant Mayhem Turtles. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Jeffro hopes the sequel's villain Shredder will be a hundred times scarier than Superfly. He says Shredder used to be the main villain before we pivoted away from that. They they, uh, they saved Joker for the Dark Knight. Nice. I'm like, oh, okay. The one thing I can say about without spoiling anything is Shredder needs to be a hundred times scarier than Superfly, which is a credible villain in itself. He's dangerous. He's strong. He seems like he can mess the turtles up. Shredder needs to be that just significantly more. Word. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh oh, it's time for Jane News. You know it now. So, uh, we're talking about what stories we wanted to do today. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, which I didn't want to do. Hey, there's a bunch of DC bullshit James Gunn's been talking about. You want to do that? That's what I said, I'm a fuck. <laughs> so, Dan News this week is the James Gunn Corner. Hey. Uh, he- <laughs> Uh-oh, it's time for the James Gunn Coroner. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> I feel like I just said coroner, which is probably a Freudian slip. Uh, so James Gunn uh, has uh, uh, has of late been keeping relatively more quiet than he usually does. Um, but he started back up in the last couple of days or in the last week or so. Um, it seems that he has uh, dumped Twitter in favor for threads is now his oh, place that he response to questions from um so i've got uh basically four things that he's been threading about okay what do you call them uh talking about so uh responding to a since deleted angry post from a fan (laughs) about uh, animated projects being on multiple platforms uh Gunn responded not sure where the anger is coming from uh but you misunderstand uh, DC projects <laughs> being spread Fuck across you! different platforms. 
so that more people have access to the stories is not the same thing of uh, not having any cohesion in the DCU timeline, which we very much do. Parentheses starts with creature commandos. Mm. End parentheses. Fuck you! Uh, Merry Little Batman, which I didn't know was mm-hmm. a thing, uh, is out on Amazon. Oh, yeah, it's the uh, Batmite? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, Fuck you! Is, is a fun animated kids movie that was already being made when we came aboard, but Elseworld animated projects like this will keep happening. I'm not sure how that's confusing. <laughs> oh, of course not, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Aquaman 2. Yeah, exactly. So now he's saying... The, the last we had heard, Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2 were supposed to be part of the new DC timeline. Yeah. Now he's just like, hey, uh, the money didn't speak on those, yeah. so we're not retroactively putting them in. It's Sharp. it's starting with Creature Commandos. We're, we're doing a full no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing a full no thanks. Um, so... Somebody else on threads was asking him about the uh, number of roles, especially superhero roles in Superman Legacy. Uh-huh. Um, and that if that meant it was much more of a big team up movie, a la like Justice League or Suicide Squad or just a bunch of cameos rather than a Superman focused movie. Uh-huh. Gunn replied, uh, none of the superhero roles are cameos. What single protagonist movie doesn't have more than 10 speaking roles? There will be more. The whole point was that it's not a large film. I mean, not in terms of cast. It's normal for single protagonist films to have other characters. Much more unusual for them not to. Sure. Somebody commented, finally, somebody who treats characters more than just having character appear on screen for 10 seconds to mark a checkbox. Oh, no, I like that. Uh, to which Gunn replied, I call that cameo porn. And oh, it, yeah, it has that. been one of the worst elements of recent superhero films. Wink, wink, cough, cough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if a character is in a film, uh, they have to have a reason to be there story-wise. Like the Vanisher. This is, I don't mind actual cameos if it's just a glimpse or a moment or an Easter egg. What bothers me is when they mangle an element, uh, an elegant story by shoehorning characters in. They aren't there because the story calls for it, but for some other reason. So Nick f- Cage, Superman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so far, Superman Legacy has cast a Superman, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, Green Lantern, Hot Girl, Mr. Terrific, Jimmy Olsen, and The Engineer, who mm-hmm. is from The Authority, which has its own... Uh, new continuity DCU movie. The Authority up. has a superhero called the Drummer, and he drums on things. Uh, <laughs> machine, oh, he so drums on machines and can talk to them. It's as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. That sounds like a book you would have been interested in high school. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> that is very correct. <laughs> Banging on a trash can, <laughs> drumming on a street light. Uh, and fans were like, well, since we're talking about your Superman movie now, uh, he was asked whether his Superman in the new movie will have red trunks on the outside of the costume or not. Uh-huh. He responded, you wouldn't believe the amount of pleading and upset I get based around trunks or no trunks. 
to me, the most important aspect of Superman or his story, or to me, not the most important aspect of Superman or his story, but so many strong feelings. <laughs> the costume has changed in many, many ways throughout the years. They are all, or mostly all, valid versions of Superman, with or without trunks, with or without the yellow S on the cape, with or without black on the S, with or without mullet, and on and on and on. Mm. So he didn't answer the question. <laughs> I'm pro trunks. Yeah, me too. No, me too. <laughs> I think it's just it's goofy, but it's you, part of the design. Uh, did you <laughs> did you get the uh, the Green Lantern quote? I did see that for the Green Lantern costume. Um, no, I saw a headline that people were asking yeah, him whether he's going to be CG or not, and his response was, "I've only ever made movies where the, if there's a CGI costume, it's on a CGI character." Okay. Which I guess is his way of saying is they're making Guy Gardner's Green Lantern outfit, which is, in my opinion, the best fucking Green Lantern outfit. Because it's like a punk rock jacket and big chunky boots. Yeah. Yeah, Guy Gardner's not wearing a a unitard. Spider Punk UK. Very much so. Yeah. 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 Fuck you! I also feel like the fake like cg costume technology has gotten so much better oh my like, god like the white outfits on the avengers saying. in uh endgame i i've gone back and watched that movie probably a hundred times <laughs> and i still cannot tell no. that they're animated at all no and it's not even like in a big cg fight it's literally just characters walking across the screen in slow motion and i cannot tell that those are I fake can't that was cheaper than just making them <laughs> yeah I guess it's like you got to get all of those people on the same day and all the scheduling worked out. And they're just like, well, we're not going to have the costuming done yet. Fuck it. Put on dots. Right. (laughs) We'll figure it out later. (laughs) So I'd be okay with a CG costume in certain shots. Sure. How do you feel about digitally removing mustaches? (laughs) Yeah. If they pay for it Mm -hmm. and it looks good, (laughs) doesn't matter. What else you got? Uh, And then my last bit of James Gunnery um, (laughs) is that uh, Matt Reeves's Arkham Asylum series Uh is apparently part of the DCU proper and not part of the the Batman. Which is no longer is. Yeah. Crazy. Weird. Very. So it's not a spinoff of the Batman movies, the Batman uh, and the Batman 2 and the Penguin series. Those are all connected, still not part of the DCU proper. Right. Um, and uh, James Gunn was talking about it and said, uh, we love Matt as a director and producer, so he'll be producing stories both within his The Batman universe and within the DCU. Sure. I still don't like The Batman that much. Yeah. I just It didn't hit the spots for me. I've gone back and tried. It's a good <laughs> background movie. But like... Yeah. It's it's very much like how how I felt about Dune part oh, one. Oh yeah. Which is like it is very slow and contemplative and takes its time on every shot. Right. And you're either gonna be into that or not. <laughs> yeah, every film nerd I know thinks it's a masterpiece and every yeah. uh, normal person I know is like, Oh, it's boring. <laughs> it is doing a lot of work with tone. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's like somebody saw dark knight and said let's make this darker yeah but like 
didn't have like the the gumption or the know-how to do it right. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Am I right? Yeah. I like it. Well, that's the uh, <laughs> that's James Gunn corner for this Yay. week. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? More information is coming out about Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, a yeah, movie yeah. that I'm so excited for and we need because it will help with all of our uh, superhero fatigue. Mm-hmm. This will be a good palate cleanser movie. I saw. That's good radio. Uh, <laughs> I did see off topic. I saw that the most anticipated film of 2024 mm. is Deadpool 3. Beating nice. out every other style of film. And that'll oh, also yeah. cure superhero fatigue. Because they're just going to throw so much at us. Oh, yeah. That's going to remind us not to take it seriously. But Kingdom of the Apes. Uh, they, uh, the director, Wes Ball, clarified how far into the future this is. Mm. From Caesar. Okay. It's 300 years later. Oh, shit. It's 300 years <laughs> okay. later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a time jump, right. then. And he uh, he says this. He says, "The so you know the uh, they say that it's going to be ape versus ape in this one because the humans mm-hmm. are all worthless. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. guy's name is uh, Praximus. The what a lovely day. No word. What a beautiful day. It's just shiny and chrome. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh the interesting thing about Praximus. Uh, and he our new Lex Luthor. Is that Nicholas Holt? Is it? Is it different? Different guy who reminds me of Nicholas Holt. I don't know. <laughs> I do like Nicholas. If you haven't watched The Great, watch The Great on Hulu. Word. Nicholas Holt's amazing in it. Okay. Uh, the interesting... Th- this is what Wes Ball has to say. The uh, the interesting thing about Proximus is that with some with some help, he's rediscovered electricity. To the apes that forgot about all these things, that's like a magic power. Huh? So they're experimenting with it. I don't even think you can call him a villain. I would call him an adversary. You understand him. You can relate to him in a way. It's an interesting character that isn't just a mustache twirling cutout. Nice. Which is something I'd say about the last play, uh, Apes movie is we did have mm-hmm. a mustache twirling villain. Didn't make yeah. the film bad. Still liked it. Yeah. But he was not relatable. That I like the idea about like, okay, 300 years, they're getting past their, their bronze age. Yeah. They're yeah, getting yeah. into their industrial re- re- uh, revolution. Word. Yeah. So, you know, and more, more interesting shit. Yeah. Now you're going to have otters that are atheists and otters that are better atheists. <laughs> and they're going to fight each other. It was Nicholas Holt. Was it really him? Road. That's great. Yep. Yep. It's credited That's as not? Nux. That's funny. Is, a, is the character's name. And N-U-X. Oh, I thought you were asking if he's Proximus. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, the quote was from him. Yeah. All right. That got weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to lighten the mood before we go. I almost forgot the song. <clears throat> we got an email. <laughs> hey. Which I'm sure is not generated from chat GPT. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dear Keith and Dan, I hope this email finds you well and in good spirits. <laughs> Hit Missed the mark on that one. <laughs> I am ready to wish you a very festive Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa and Festivist. And thank you for what you do and all the effort you put in for us e- uh, each week for us. Again, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) On on the effort and the each week. Yeah. Very little effort not doing it each week. But I do like the the tone so far. Yep. I've been a fan of your podcast, 5x5 at the Movies, for a long time. 
I always enjoy listening to your witty and insightful commentary on the latest movie news, reviews, and gossip. This is definitely not handwritten. You have great chemistry and a knack for making me laugh and think. The podcast is the highlight of my week and a source of joy and entertainment. The fact that we are the highlight of anyone's week is terrifying. <laughs> Imagine if we tried. Uh, I appreciate your dedication and passion for your craft. I know it takes a lot of time and energy to produce such a high-quality show every week. <laughs> Is this supposed to be written, like, read in, in sarcasm voice? I, I don't think so, but I, that's how I'm taking it. You are always well-informed, well-prepared, and well-spoken. Hold on. Fuck you! So well-spoken. You also have a wonderful way of engaging with your guests and your audience. You make us feel like part of your family. I want to express my gratitude and admiration for you both. You are not only talented podcasters, but also kind and generous people. You don't know that. <laughs> we could be spitting on bums for all you know or paying them to fight you have a positive impact on the world and me on me personally you inspire me to be more curious more creative and more compassionate i hope you have a wonderful holiday season a happy new year i look forward to hearing more from you in 2024 please keep the, keep up the amazing work and keep uh being yourselves you are awesome sincerely your loyal listener hippie hater <laughs> slash chat gpt there's no way he wrote that <laughs> There's just no fucking way. It sounds too much like the other one. <laughs> but I'll take it. Thank you, hippie hater. It's nice to know people. Are still... Brian, uh, remember Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From way back in time? Oh, yeah. Uh, he said, hey, I still listen. <laughs> well, fucking uh, send us a line, Brian. The last we heard from you, you found a girl. You started your own podcast. Yeah. But hippie hater, we don't really know what's going on in your life. We want life updates. Yeah. Stop sucking our dicks. <laughs> We're not putting any effort in. It's not even <laughs> weekly anymore. I appreciate it, though. But I want to know about you and what's going on in your life or your political leadings. Talk, talk to us. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do updates for everyone. But other than that, thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. Shoot us with any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, uh, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5 by 5 at the movies. Thank you so much to Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. The halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. Gone we now are gay up. Oh, it just reloaded. What bullshit. <laughs> Is that your new Dan Benjamin? Uh... <laughs> I can't believe this YouTube video reloaded. The middle of my sweeter. Are you trying to find a good fart? This is good radio. I hope people are still listening to this episode. <laughs> that was just called Fart with Reverb. I love it. <laughs> Troll the ancient Yuletide carol. Be the blazing you'll be for us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Follow me in merry measure While I tell of Yuletide treasure Oh, Lord, yeah!
That was War Pigs, but it was Deck the Halls. Yeah. So that's a, <laughs> it's a mashup. <laughs> that's what that was. 